ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. <laughs> all right welcome to launchpad podcast i'm aaron and i'm matt and matt we are getting back to basics today this is classic launchpad podcast we're gonna have a good old predator geek out session <laughs> that was that was my impression of danny lap <laughs> you are one Ugly motherfucker. <laughs> this is going to be cool. This is a fun a fun one. A couple weeks ago, Aaron sent me like a meme that had a picture of Predator and a picture of Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. And it said, who would win in a fight? And the first comment underneath said, how much time does Kevin get to prep? <laughs> That's fucking funny as shit. <laughs> that was that made me laugh super hard. Predator is such a badass character. And after we did the Dave yeah. Gibbons interview talking about Predator versus Batman, and when we started doing research into that and realizing there's so many Predator versus crossover fights, it was like we could just go on and on about if Predator fought this person, how would that be? What would that look like? And we just had to do an episode, man. We have to do this. I'm so pumped, and I got to tell you, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to bring up, I had like a little dry run for this conversation with my brother, and we geeked out for almost an hour and a half about my brother, Kevin. Big shout out to Kevin McLean. So some of these ideas that I'm bringing to the table, he kind of helped me develop. So so big shout out to him, and a lot of these these little concepts and some of these ideas are his. So I'll give him credit up top. He, he was co-author of some of these fights? Yeah, because he brought up some of it. So we got to dive in. Matt. Who is Predator fighting first? You said this, and I was like, this is awesome. Predator has fought so many people before, but we were trying to pick people that he's never fought before that we haven't seen yet, right? And I was like, oh, this will be easy. And it wasn't a matter of being easy. It was a matter of being fun. I was like, oh, he could fight this person. And then this, and then this. Yeah. Oh, and then this could happen. I came up with like plot points for stories and shit like that. I literally would get out of right? bed because yeah. I would have an idea in bed and go write it down because I was like, I'll forget this shit in the morning, but this is, I think this is fucking gold. <laughs> I have it on my phone. I have a whole Predator versus <laughs> I got to tell you, the way I everything. did it essentially was I came up with a couple big ones, which I'll hit big. I have a couple funny ones that are just one-liners, and I have a couple like, wouldn't this be a cool idea? And it's pretty much like a pitch <laughs> point, and that's it. But I, I'll tell you, I guess that's a slight spoiler a lot of these are like mainstream ones or ones that I've seen fan art of yeah. already. They're big characters that you'd think would be cool and would be big cash grabs. But I feel like just like we were talking when we spoke with Dave, Gib Dave Gibbons, the story is there here. Like a lot of this makes sense to me at least. So let me throw this at you. In okay. my mind, some of most of these are comics, but some of them could be movies. This is a comic, okay? Okay. Spider-Man versus Predator. Okay, Peter Parker. Classic. Yeah, and, and Predator doesn't get to fight Marvel characters almost ever. No, I'm trying to think of, of I'm trying to think of even who who has he fought. We've seen very few. Has he fought any Marvel? I can't think of I can't think of it. I'll, come up, I'll, I'll check, but I don't think yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe he's only done DC. He's fought Batman, he's fought Superman, he's fought Justice League, um, he's fought Green Lantern. He's definitely fought Tarzan and Robot Fighter. I don't know if the, I don't think that those are DC properties, but 
Spider-Man is a flagship character for Marvel, so this would be a big one. But I think it makes sense. So I came up with the idea because I said the fighting styles would be so different. Yeah. They're both so powerful. I think that Spidey in a just a punching fight could destroy the Predator because he's got super strength and Predator is stronger than a human, but not super strong. But Predator's playing for keeps and has all the weapons, and I think Spidey does not go Really? From, you know, what do see, you think? See, I think Predator would have a little teen voice goal on his wall now. No, what I'm saying is, if it was in a boxing ring, Spider-Man's power set, he's just so much stronger than the Predator. His muscles are stronger. He has super strength. Predator is stronger than a human, but does not have super strength. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Spider-Man can lift a car over his head. I don't think the Predator can do that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. We've never seen him do it. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. I think Spidey is... Stronger, stronger, pound for pound. But Super the powered, Predator yeah. is fighting to kill. He's got weapons, right? Spider-Man, I think, approaches every fight in like a jokey kind of like, whoa, who's this guy? Oh, what are you, uh, an alien warrior? Whoa, and he's going to make jokes and stuff while Predator's trying to kill him. I think then Spidey would realize the gravity of the situation. And I think it's like one of those like, like if you were, <laughs> I don't know why this is the, the, the analogy I came up with, but if you were going to fight a kid, yeah. You wouldn't hit him with everything you had first hit. You would be like, I know that I'm stronger than this person, so I'm going to start low or medium. Predator is not coming in with that mentality. Predator's coming in. If I can kill you right away, I'm going to. Yeah. And Spider-Man would have to work his way up. He'd be pulling punches until he realized he was... Because Spidey would be afraid he was going to kill or hurt the Predator. You know what I mean? And he should be. I think there's a good flossing joke. Like he'd he'd spray the the predator's face full of webs, and then be like, "Well, oh, how do you floss with those things, buddy?" <laughs> so here's how it opens for me. Okay. 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 It opens New York City, Manhattan skyline. Yeah. We see the glowing shimmer of the predator as he's running the rooftops. Okay. There's narrative text boxes. So. The narr- you know, the narrative voice of the comic says something to the effect of the glory of beating one's prey in individual combat. And then, you know, next panel is second only to beating your prey before any combat even begins. And we see the predator is sneaking up on a crouched Spidey who's looking out over the rooftops, right? Yeah. The predator's coming up behind him. And he, you know, he's just the shimmer. Maybe he extends his claws and it says... This only happens with the most, and then it says dot, 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 and then the next panel is Spider-Man with the spider sense turning around and sensing the Predator, and it says unsuspecting prey, question mark, because the Predator thinks he's got an easy kill. He doesn't realize that Spider-Man, aside from being a good warrior, literally has a sixth sense that alerts him to danger, Yeah, and the fight, boom, starts right there. Oh, dude. And if he's all shimmery and invisible, you could have these panels where Spider-Man's spraying webs at him, and it's just like webs floating in the air, like stuck to him, sort of revealing where he is. And the more he webs him up, the more he can see the Predator. That'd be fucking dope. Oh, shit. You know what would be awesome? What? If he sprayed him in his face and he had the mask on. Yeah. So now he knows where his head is, right? And they're fighting, fighting. Predator dodges and takes a step backwards, and then the web just falls to the floor. 
and they fight a little bit more, and then Predator uncloaks, and his, you know, it's the alien face as opposed to the mask. Oh, that would be the reveal of the face. That so would be cool. baller, huh? So badass. Dude, I can see the cover right now, and it's the famous cover of, uh, is it Hobgoblin ripping the suit in half, or Green yeah. Goblin? And, <laughs> yeah, it's but Hobgoblin. But it's him with the claws ripping it, ripping the suit with the with the claws. How badass would that be? Let me throw another couple plot points to you, okay? Okay, okay. So, in one point during the fight, whether it's the you know early fight or towards the end, Spidey double fist shoots a shit ton of webs at Predator while Predator shoots the net gun at Spidey and they pin each other to two walls. And it's a race to see who can get out first. Spidey realizes the net is cutting into him and it's everything he can do to not get cut in half by the net until he realizes he can kick and punch backwards through the wall and that's how he gets away. That should probably be in the first fight, I think, right? That's fucking cool, dude. Wasn't that a cool image? Oh, dude, I just see this awesome, like, big splash page where they're pinned across from each other with all this shit happening in the middle. Like, how badass would that be? That's so fucking cool. So, the fight... uh, I love that. uh, At one point, a fight happens, and Spidey's able to best the Predator. He knocks the Predator out, right? Or just webs the shit out of him. Yeah. Now, this this plot point could be used later with another Marvel character, but I think it makes sense here, because... Spidey does this a lot. He brings the Predator to the Fantastic Four. He brings him to the Baxter building. And it's oh, like, really? guys, you, I don't know if this is an alien or someone from another dimension or what. Will you guys help me? <laughs> so they put, you know, the, the Fantastic Four is studying him, right? Yeah. Predator gets loose. And at numerous, or not numerous, but at one, one point he's cloaked and they, someone senses him and thinks it's Sue. So he's able to sneak up because they think he's the invisible woman invisible. Like, oh. you know, and he clobbers them. Now you're double dipping into Fantastic Four versus Predator. Well, That's then I freaking... realized it, it, it turned into a whole nother thing. I don't know the Fantastic Four as well, so I don't I couldn't get the ins and out. But I love that idea that that if you because because Fantastic Four helps Spider-Man with Venom. There's that famous I, honestly that one of the first appearances of Spider-Man is he's like trapped in the Fantastic Four's Baxter building, all right. that stuff. But like that would be awesome if the Fantastic Four got involved because like you said, you know, you have an invisible person element there. That's and it's, you know, cool, in dude. my mind, the Predator is hunting Spidey. If he's captured now by the Fantastic Four, he might not use the most deadly force with them because that's not who he is. The Predator isn't just a killer. The Predator yeah. is a hunter. So maybe he comes upon Johnny Storm and he's trying to get by quietly. So he cloaks. Johnny Storm figures out that someone's there, thinks it's Sue fucking with him. Then they have a fight, and the Predator just one punch backhands him, and he's out. Sue is like, don't fuck with my brother, right? But she's invisible, doesn't realize the Predator sees in thermal, and he's like, I don't care if you're invisible. I know you're over there. Clobbers her. He gets out so he can go track down Spidey, right? Yeah. Slowly later, Spidey kind of figures out what's going on. He figures out, you know, what the Predator is doing, why the Predator is, yeah. and he has to consult Venom, because Venom has always had a code of ethics, even in his killing. So yeah. Spidey's like, listen, not only, I hate to admit it, not only could I use the assist, but I want to get into your twisted fucking mind about what are your rules, because he just mopped the floor with the Fantastic Four, but he didn't kill him. But I'm sure he's trying to kill me. So now Venom can either help him out a little bit, Hannibal Lecter style, or it could be a team up. Oh, see... Here's here's what I was thinking. I'm I'm uh, this was one of the ones that I was going to bring up right after this. Mm-hmm. And and Venom's a good good one, but there's a character I think might even fit that that Hannibal Lecter role even better. Uh, Osborne. Nope. Really? Oh, okay. Who? I would do a Predator versus Craven the Hunter. 
Oh, see, I was thinking that too. That would be pretty cool. And he would actually be a good Hannibal Lecter-esque, you know, consultant. Because Craven the Hunter is has that code of ethics and he's all about that hunter, hunter, I'm gonna hunt you. He loves that shit. And Craven the Hunter joining in the fight versus a predator in Spider-Man would be so awesome because you'd have he would be in his element obsessed with the predator. He would love a fight with the predator. How cool would that be? I agree. And he was almost on my list. Really? I actually didn't put him on there because I, I mean, I guess in the original continuity, regular, like the original Craven is dead. The original Craven has yeah, killed himself. Yeah, and, yeah. Craven's you know, Last Hunt is an incredible comic book. It's a great book. book. If like, you guys haven't read that and want to read Hunt book. If you're doing if you're doing a Predator crossover, I mean, you're in an Elseworlds anyway, so sure. why not have some, some Craven in that? Well, the ending that I wrote is maybe towards the end, the Predator kind of realizes that Spider-Man is important to his ecosystem, just like a real spider. If you took a real spider... You know, a real spider population out of an area, those other bugs and pests would run rampant. Predator kind of understands that as great as Spider-Man would be as a trophy, he would be doing a disservice to at least that part of the Earth, if not the whole Earth, because Spider-Man's a superhero and stops all this terrible shit. And then I think for a climactic battle, Carnage or someone like that could cause some shit that Predator has to now team up with Spidey to take care. Because in my mind, he'd be like, Carnage is just Carnage. And he fucking... Beats Carnage, cuts off his head, takes the skull, and walks away. And we see that Carnage had created a fake head as a decoy. So the Predator is now walking Ooh. away with just a chunk of the symbiote, which later escape, you know, escapes the Predator. Fucking dope, man. I like that. We are off to a good start already. Dude, how I'm seeing this. I could see this. I don't know why Marvel has never done any Predator crossovers because it'd be so badass. Because, again, Peter Parker doesn't find severed heads in his shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exa- I think that's what it ends up being, right? It, yeah. it, they're two different properties. But Marvel, Dark Horse, please take our idea. That I'm, You don't even have to really yeah. pay us. I mean, paying us would be great. But Please pay us. I'll write it for you. It'll be cool. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep it in the Marvel family, okay? All right. And this is one that me and my brother started talking about, and I am so into this. Predator versus Wolverine. Okay, I, this is on my list too. Let me hear your take. Okay, so Wolverine is, throughout history, has been this renowned fighter, renowned hunter. He regenerates, and the Predator is like, I want his head on my wall. And if it's like a three-part series, okay, get this. And, and you have to tell me because there was a big question of whether this would work or not. And I think it might work depending on which version of Wolverine you use. Rumi's but, hands are going crazy as he's explaining I know, I know. This they is so all awesome. all over the place. <laughs> so Wolverine's in one of his like emo phases where he's like out in the woods being like, screw the X-Men, Xavier doesn't know me, nobody knows me. And he's out like hunting squirrels and stuff, mm-hmm. being like, you know, drinking too much, kind of on one of his Wolverine little pissy fit benders. <laughs> And and suddenly predators show up, right? And they're fucking fighting. He regenerates. The predator's loving it because he can just give this guy a beating and he keeps coming back, right? Mm-hmm. So then they cut off Wolverine's head, takes him back to the ship, polishes that shit up, silver adamantium skull on the wall, and that's how the first issue ends. And you're like, what the fuck? Predator closes the door, flies off into space, comes back like four weeks later, is like, check out this bitchin' Wolverine head I have on the wall, opens it, and he's regenerated, and he busts out, comes fucking fighting these dudes, fucking these dudes up. The big question is, if you cut off Wolverine's head, would his body regenerate from that one head? Oh, so that's real interesting. I like that. I think it would, 
I mean, I guess where does Wolverine's power come from? Is it his heart or his head? And I've always thought about this, like, can you drown Wolverine by, by can you kill Wolverine by drowning him? You know what I mean? Well, or is I've he just him, dead until yeah. you take him out of the water and once the water is gone, he will be alive again? And I know there are comic book storylines where it's like separating the head from the body causes issues with the regeneration. I know that's a thing. But how bitching would it be if you thought you're like, oh, fuck, did they just beat Wolverine and they think they beat him, but they don't know he can regenerate that much. And they open the door and he comes busting out naked Wolverine Weapon X style. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say that like Predator gets his buddies and goes back to the trophy shelf and there's all these skulls. And Logan's head has regenerated, like it's slowly growing. So it's like Wolverine's head and like a bloody stem starting to grow. I would have him. <laughs> I would have him come back full Wolverine to start the fight. Like surprise, motherfuckers! I regenerated my whole body. I'm ready to fuck you up. But again, I don't know how long that takes. But to me, it's like if you drew it right and you did it in a way, you could probably gloss over whatever incontinuity you've created with that. Because I've seen him regenerate after being destroyed by a nuclear bomb. So right, right, right. That's pretty good. I didn't have as much. That's a good story. I didn't have as many stories. I had more like little snippets. Like, for example, they're both trackers. They're both like Wolverine is a hunter. Spider-Man is a hunter. Wolverine's a hunter. So you can play that story from both sides of the coin, right? Wolverine hunting Predator. I think Predator should come to hunt Wolverine, right? Yeah. Wolverine realizes he's being hunted and then turns the tables. But I think we've never seen, and I was thinking a lot about this for this specific character, we've seen many hunter-esque things through a predator right we've seen tracking we've seen him not kill a baby because that's not part of the code we've seen him use dogs hunting dogs we've seen people uh, predators bring people to their own hunting planet like a hunting reserve yeah Uh, we've seen all these kind of things that that predators are you know paralleling human hunters but we've never seen someone who can sniff, who can follow a trail. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. Wolverine does that a lot. He looks at footprints and shit like that. I think it'd be really cool to see them tracking each other that way. I also thought you could have a really cool thing with the vocal mimicry. <laughs> Predator fights Wolverine and notices that when he pops his claws, it goes snicked. And I'd love <gasps> to see Predator snicked when he pops his wrist gauntlet blades. What's I thought up, that would Bob? be pretty cool. And I think it would be cool if... What's up, Bob? But yeah. <laughs> I would just think it would be so cool if, like, the, the second time we see the Predator fight Wolverine, he pops his gauntlet and he says, snicked when it happens. And then he goes... So in my good. mind, he beats Wolverine at one point and he goes to decapitate Wolverine. And when he does it, he's surprised that his gauntlets can't cut through the adamantium. Adamantium, yeah, that's the And that's when he thing. realizes, oh, wait. Like, even if I can beat him in a fight... I don't even know how I would get his trophy. Like, I don't know how I could do that. Yeah, right? That was another thing that came up is like, can you actually cut his head off? Because I just like the image of an animentium skull on a wall that regenerates back into Wolverine and then fucks people up. But yeah, can you even cut his head off? I mean, right. it's there's a lot of tough issues with that. But dude, those predators would have such a hard-on for it. They're like, oh, I want his skull so yeah, bad. Like, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. He killed all they're my like, friends, but this guy's cool. Dude, and can you imagine the predators are all like they're in their little like war hut and they're like, yeah, well, I killed a Globzapian and it was like totally cool. And they're like bragging about it. And then this dude's like, yo, there's a guy on earth who can regenerate <laughs> and you can't cut his head off. And they're like, hold my beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he also fights like a son of a bitch. Like Wolverine is a fighter. You know what I mean? Talk about a warrior. Oh. He's got the whole samurai and ninja background as well as the berserker background. And I, when I was envisioning this, 
I thought that too. And I, I, I don't read as much Wolverine as I want to because whenever I get into it, it's just like a mediocre book. It's like, okay, Wolverine does Wolverine shit. But remember like back in the Frank Miller days, yeah. he was trying to be civilized, but then he'd lose his mind in, in a berserker rage, they called it. He would be a berserker rage and just lose his mind and just slice and dice. I would love to see him trying to be the superhero fighting Predator, but he realizes Predator is too vicious of a fighter. Wolvie needs to take the gloves off, you know? Yeah. I just, I love the Wolverine comics, and one of my favorite ones is one that you had, and it was Wolverine and the Punisher fighting a bunch of little people dressed as elves. Oh, yeah. And my favorite thing about that is Wolverine gets fucked up, and his face is missing, and it's just the adamantium skull, Mm -hmm. and I think him fighting Predator, you would need all this damage, like his, his arm is completely like Terminator arm style, where it's just the claw and the silver skeleton. Like, I would love it if he was falling the fuck apart. See, that's by the end awesome. Of this battle. Now, here's another question again about Wolverine anatomy and ability. If you were to strip all the flesh from Wolverine's arm, could he move it? Oh, yeah, because don't you need muscles and yeah, shit? Yeah, like it would just be. <laughs> <laughs> Although, how badass, though, if Wolverine was fighting one armed, like Doomsday style, with a dead arm just limply hanging there while Oh, it grew and he back. could do this, like floppy spin where the floppy arm just like momentum momentum cuts a predator up oh that would be (laughs) that would be super cool this is dude i was so excited because i knew we would just piggyback on each other's ideas this whole episode i would have it ending where wolverine pretty much bests the predator yeah and the predator opens up the wrist gauntlet beep boop beep boop (laughs) right he's gonna blow him up wolverine realizes it's a countdown knocks the predator down jumps on top of him like a grenade and boom a whole double page splash of just a giant explosion right and then it could yeah. they, maybe they're out in the desert uh, probably a desert or a jungle wherever they are but like somewhere nope, where they're nope, like nope. they're in the middle in the city of Xavier's school for gifted children <laughs> and the kids are still in there little 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 <laughs> morsels of of mutant mutant children everywhere yes i'm thinking it's somewhere more remote i think wolverine okay. would take him that way on purpose if he knew he was being Fine. hunted well because then check it out right double page okay. splash of boom huge nuclear explosion we know that wolverine was literally at ground zero laying on top of the predator when it happened and then it cuts to the next page just says something like three weeks later and you see a like you said a good chunk of skeleton a good chunk of meaty muscle guy you know coming back together and he just gets to the point three weeks later where he can get up. And there's a twisted, twisted scrap that's part of the Predator's armor. Like maybe it was his helmet or something. And he picks it up and he goes, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the better hunter. Maybe I'll start collecting trophies too. And he picks up the, the helmet and starts limping back to civilization. Oh. I'll do I'll do you a one up you on that one. You have the end. It's him with his like cowboy boots kicked up, drinking the beer, chomping on the cigar, and then on the wall in his little like hut or whatever is the predator mask. And it's like fucking badass. That's so cool. It would be so cool, right? Still healing, yeah, all ripped up. Yeah, dude. I love that idea of him like coming out of the desert after the explosion or wherever he is and and still like all messed up and then just have have the trophy like that's badass that would be a super cool fight that would, i mean these uh, <laughs> i knew this is going to be fun i was never much for trophies but sometimes you just got to remember enough said bub <laughs> i love it so cool, dude. I'm so into this. Do you want to keep it keep in the Marvel? I got, a, I got another Marvel guy. Yeah, if you got another Marvel, shoot it. And I want you to take this over. I'm going to throw this out and then throw to you immediately. Daredevil versus Predator. 
Oh, damn. See, that would see, I love Daredevil, but now I almost feel like how you felt about Spidey. I love Daredevil. This is above his pay grade. I think, I think there'd be a blind skull hanging on the Predator's wall. Really? I, I think so. I mean, I mm. guess like Spidey has a Spidey sense, which is like an almost magical sixth sense, but Daredevil can hear so well, it'd be hard to sneak up on him, I guess. And Daredevil is a great, I mean, I guess Daredevil's faced bigger threats than the Predator before. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think his ability, I think the most interesting thing to play with here is the idea that they're both potentially blind and the Predator could, like, take his mask off and he can't see as well with his mask off, right? In Predator 1. In Predator 2, if you've ever watched it and noticed, they he takes his mask off and can see in thermal vision, even though that's not what was established in the first one. Fucking predator and your inconsistencies. Come on, you guys are but yes, no, I agree with you that theoretically he shouldn't see as well without his mask. Right. And I just think it's so badass to have Matt Murdock be blind, but it doesn't affect him because he can sense the predator where he is. So the predator's cloaking is pretty much negated. And oh, then that's you have, true. That's true. You know, then you have his, you know, his abilities to 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 counteract a lot of the predator's traps and tricks. I think it'd be a really solid fight. But I mean, maybe you're right. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little red red horned skull hanging on a wall. <laughs> no, you know what? I think you're right. You're right. The book would be really good as far as the Predator tracking and trying to get Daredevil. But if they're both on the same rooftop locked in a fight, I'm gonna, yeah. I probably would put my money on the Predator. You know what? Does that make sense? So I think like the hunt would not be as one-sided as I would think it would be, but the fight right. itself, I think the Predator's well, And here's the another thing, is the Predator has a code, and he always evens the fight. He always makes sure that the fight is even. And, like, whether it's him taking his mask off or fucking slicing his own eyes up, that'd be a fucking badass oh, fight. Oh, that's true. Oh, that would be cool if he realizes that, that maybe he has a relatively close victory, like a relatively easy, not easy, but quick victory, and he realizes that it's because Daredevil cannot see. So he scars his own eyes or ruins his own eyes to even out the Ooh. fight. That would be, oh, that's a cool idea, Rumi. Right? So gnarly. I got to hand that to my brother, though. That That is one of Kevin's. Nice, Kevin. That's awesome. Yeah, that was one of his points to the Daredevil fight. It's like, and I just think that especially what Daredevil's overcome, this would be a great foe for him to try and have to fight and lay tracks for. And especially in the urban environment that he's in, it would be really badass. I think along the same lines as Spider-Man, I think they'd have a really good time playing with evening the playing field and figuring out how Matt Murdock has to basically hide from the Predator. And then during the day when he's doing his lawyer job, you know you have this creepy monster out there stalking you. And now this is another thing I was thinking with specifically the superheroes that were on my list. Does the Predator realize that these, these people have two lives, their secret identity and their superhero lives? And if he does realize that, does he respect the difference and say, I'm not hunting Peter Parker, I'm not hunting Matt Murdock, I'm hunting Daredevil or Spider-Man, and stay back until they're in their costume? Or is it no holds barred, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you where I can get you? That's interesting. And, here's, and, and to think about that, it's like, yeah, is the Predator going to just burst into the courtroom and just like cut off Matt Murdock's head? That, that's what I'm thinking. And like, part of me is like, yes, he would stop at nothing. But the other part of me is like, I think if the Predator from his own planet, was able to understand what was happening and why as far as secret identities, I think he would respect that. I think. But at the same time, he'd be like, why are you, 
what are you silly humans doing? Why would you ever be the weaker person? Like if you're sneaking in the, like if you're hunting in the forest and you find some rabbits and like the rabbits are at work or the rabbits are at home, you're like, I'm going to kill you anyway because I'm a hunter and you're a rabbit. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, I guess there's something about the hunt. Like if you're not prepared, there's, there's no fun in hunting you when you're not at your most formidable. Yeah. And I think that's in a very important part of the predator, right? So, and I, I think, think you'd have to show that you'd have to at least. Right. I think like, from a give that moment from a storytelling point of view, I think that would be an interesting thing to tackle, right? Like, yeah, uh, and I think it would either way you went. I feel like you can call it true to the character. I think if I was scribing it, I would I would lean more towards the side of that. Like maybe, oh, you know what he would you know would be cool. What if the predator discovers Peter Parker, Matt Murdock, or whatever, and is going in for the kill, but one way or another realizes that. Peter Parker is not being Spider-Man right now. Daredevil or Matt Murdock is not being Daredevil. And he understands that he's doing that to protect those around him, to keep the fight away from innocence. Because the, the Predator is not one for collateral damage, right? Like, you don't want... The Predator doesn't want someone next to the, his target to die. He wants his target to die. So maybe he realizes, oh, this is Spider-Man's code. This is Daredevil's code. And I will respect that because I am a, a creature of codes. That would be an interesting, it would be an interesting thing to tackle, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And then here's the bad pitch for that. Then the Predator puts on a trench coat and a hat real low and like walks around New York stalking Peter Parker. He's like, look, I'm dressed <laughs> up as a human too. Can't see me. Where do they come up with this stuff? <laughs> you know. I'm trying now to think of, of, of whether this has been broached before. It's definitely not touched in the... It's definitely not touched in the original Batman Predator crossover by Dark Horse and DC, but in the third one, have you ever read the third one? No, I haven't. The third one is actually pretty good. I, th I actually like the second. The second is fine for a sequel, and third is, is not as strong, but the third has a great idea where it's two Predators hunting Batman and Robin. And I think it's Tim Drake Robin. And it's the whole idea is the father-son a hunting experience where you're trying to, you know, teach your child, teach oh. your offspring the ways of it. So you get to the point where you realize that the two predators are ostensibly a father and a son and that they are hunting Batman and Robin because of their relationship. It's similar to a father and a son. So you, you under, I think the predator in that, the grown-up predator, has one arm and he's primarily taking on Batman. But the younger predator with two arms is going after Robin, and that's supposed to be his first blood type of kill. And he does attack Tim Drake while Tim Drake is on a date at the drive-in. So, oh shit! I don't. Again, I don't know. Is that is that because he's young and brash, or is that okay? I like they. You know, they, they didn't. Oh, they didn't yeah. really. They didn't. It wasn't a plot point where, like, if I was writing verse Daredevil or verse Spider Man, I would make it a plot point. That's really interesting. I don't know, man. Hmm. Guys, tell us what you think. Do you think it's because he's brash, or do you think it's a no-holds-barred? It's interesting, because at that point in the book, the young Predator is going after Robin, and the older Predator is going after Batman in completely separate situations, in completely separate areas. So, it could be the... I like the idea, and again, I wish it was explored. I wish, the, uh, I wish later on the father reprimanded him and said, you know, that he was not the target at that point. He was not in his strongest, which for honor's sake, that's an easy kill and don't do that. But also, yeah. you also endanger the lives of everybody else at the drive-in, and that's not how we do shit. 
you know? Although I wouldn't mind a rogue predator just going in, like, wasting an entire drive-in. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. And there have been a couple comics that have existed about rogue predators, and I have one or two ideas that, that take a rogue predator. And also, if you think about it, the predator has a big code of ethics and whatnot, but also blows himself up with a slightly nuclear blast if he loses. That's not really honorable, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's kind of a, a wiener about that. Like, Predator 2, that predator's gauntlet got severed when he was trying to blow himself up, so that gauntlet never went off. But if yeah. Predator 2 had blown himself up, how many, how many innocents would he have blown up with him? That's not Probably really it. honorable. Yeah, I mean, he is a still an alien monster. But they do... Predator's been pretty inconsistent, to be honest. Yeah, now that we're thinking about it. But, all right. So I, I just, I think, I think Daredevil would be a pretty solid fight. Who else do you have, Ruby? Well, wait, do you, do you have how that ends? Do you have any idea of how that one ends? No. Daredevil sues him. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even have that joke loaded. I asked you genuinely, and when you didn't have an answer, my brain was like, this'll work. That's hysterical. Good one, Rumi. Okay, I got a I got a good one that me and my dad talked about years and years ago when I was still a kid. Okay. And Dark Horse actually dabbled in it once, but in a really half-assed, bastardized attempt. But Predator versus Terminator. Okay. Right? Okay. All so right. He and I, Dad and I, first started talking about it because we were talking about how the Predator sees thermal and the Terminator is not, the Terminator is a robot. How would he see that? As an adult now, I realize that not only does Predator 2 and multiple comic, comic books establish that the Predator can see in different forms of light, not just thermal, but also the Terminator is surrounded by living tissue. That's specifically what they call it, living tissue. So it would give off a heat signature, I would think. Yeah. But I would have to think that that would be a great fight. Um, here's my thought, right? My pitch. Okay. Predator technology is part of what humans use in the future war against Skynet and the Terminator. Some of the future weapons that humankind has made is made from Predator technology. Now, you can say that's because the Predator, you know, a Predator was killed or captured or some Predator tech was found by accident and we used it and mass produced it and made it into a weapon. Or you can make it a plot point that the Predators realized that if the Terminators took over Earth, they would then slowly spread out throughout the galaxy, taking over more and more planets and getting rid of more organic life, you know, kind of like a, a Brainiac style. Yeah. And the Predators realized that was a threat that needed to be stopped on Earth, so they, they teamed up with, with humans. And as, as cheesy comic book writing as that kind of sounds, it would be awesome to, like, see that future battle against the hunter-killer robots and shit with humans and predators fighting that shit, right? That's fucking cool. So the other thing that I had was predators understand that Terminators from the mid-80s on keep popping up, right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, materializing, and these badass things fight and kill a bunch of people and eventually try to get stopped. So I would think a Terminator skull would be pretty big on a predator's list because it's not like... It's almost like a rare shark or something that you have to like, you could be on that ocean forever and never see it. Exactly. Or it could surface, right? So I thought that would be a pretty cool idea of why a predator would want to hunt a Terminator because they're so hard and you can't just go to a Terminator place and hunt one. 
You kind of have yeah. to wait for one to surface. Right? It's like a time anomaly, and then it's like, oh, oh, man, we got we got a Terminator ping. We got to get down there right now. Fuck up this Terminator. Right. Like, it's a thing of legends to have a silver skull on your wall. That's what I was thinking. How cool would that be, right? And yeah, then, man. So I have that, and now I have the Terminators are worried that the Predator technology in the, you know, our future, Skynet's, you know, current time, that the humans with the Predator technology will be able to beat them. So they send a Terminator back in time. I just said to the, to the movie Predator 2, because I think it would be a good set piece. Yeah. So now there's, it's Predator 2, but now there's a Terminator involved. The Terminator could just fucking kill Danny Glover's character immediately, because how fucking funny and cool would that be? Yeah. So now the Terminator is going to try to kill the Predator so that the, you know, the Predator tech doesn't fall into the hands of the human, which would then hurt you against Terminators in the future. Right. So you have a bunch of bitchin' fights, right? Think of how that's going to work. Fights, oh, man. Fights, so fights. much Gary Busey. Right? Midway. Th- <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would be awesome, too. I wouldn't kill him. What if he survives? What if he survives at the end of the whole thing? He's the surviving human. So the same, <laughs> it's the same outcome as Predator Two, but instead of Danny Glover being survived, it's or being survivor, it would be Gary Busey. I didn't think again. Damn, I could have incorporated him much better. Let's and again, I'm thinking this is a comic. Let's say this is like you know four issues. Second issue, Predator kills the Terminator, destroys it, takes the skull. Great splash of him holding up screaming, you know, with a spear from the top of a building, the eastern yeah. building, holding the, the metal skull. Predator, th- the third issue, another Predator shows up. And our hero Predator, we see, you know, I think you're not going to hear, like, his inner voice, but there'd be just be narration. And their narration says something like, there wouldn't be another, they're called Uicha, did you know that? What? Predators are called, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Uicha, it's Y-A- U-I-J-A or something? Uicha? I read a couple novels about predators, and that's what they're called. And Barry that's what can, they call each other? That's the name of their species. Mm. So if I could Google that like a nerd, Barry's doing promos, uh, promo commercials for the new The Predator movie, and he wrote me like, did you know that? I was like, I'm a big enough nerd that I do. But, uh, okay, issue three, yeah. Predator, yeah. right? Yeah. Yaucha. Y-A-U-T-J-A? Yep. It's like if a Mexican cartoon got hurt. Youcha. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't like it. I read in the Aliens vs Predator graphic, uh, not graphic novel, in the Aliens vs Predator novel adaptation, the prose novel, which is a good book if you uh, never read it. It's, 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 it just flat out said that that's what they're called. And I remember as a kid being like, "No, they're not. They're predators." Here they're all. Yeah, they're called predators. Here they're also called Hishku Ten H I S H K. Q-U-T-E-N. That's when they sneeze. <laughs> you go like this, you go, Hishkuten! And then the, the, the response is, Yoicha. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, there's a huge, huge backstory to Predators and a lot of mythos that I am not well-versed in. I just know them as being badass, and I love it when they show up and fuck some shit yeah, up. Yeah, I stick to the comics and the movies, but in this case, third issue, our hero Predator is polishing his skull, and another yep. predator from his clan walks towards him. And now, clans have been established in the movies and as well as the comics. You know, they have markings on their helmets or on their armor or whatever. So our hero predator looks up, and, you know, it says something like, uh, you know, the elders wouldn't have sent another from his clan unless something was very, very wrong. Wait, something is wrong. 
and the second predator attacks the new predator. And it's a huge fight. And you know where I'm going with this? Oh, man. And then he shoots him in the face, and, and his eye glows, and he's all red, and yes. it's a Terminator Predator. How fucking cool. Dude, I thought How of that last night cool. while walking the dog after I'd already written all my other Predator ideas and toyed with different things. I was like, how did I not think of that? You have to have a fucking a- a Terminator Predator in this. Wouldn't that be Skynet's, awesome? Yeah, Skynet's like, look at these guys fucking up our shit. We're going to have to send back a, a Terminator to fuck them up, but they can't be a human Terminator. Got to be a Predator Terminator. How awesome is that? And would the endoskeleton have like the, yes, the yeah, pictures? Yeah, it, it would be the whole thing. So it would be an endoskeleton <laughs> predator. And just think about how cool this is. And you guys listening at home, I know that you guys are fucking artists. We know there's a couple people who can draw bitching. If you guys want to draw any of these crossovers, I mean, a fucking Terminator predator would be cool as fuck, Dude, right? I have the end for this too. And it do opens it, do up. Because okay. I actually don't. So I'd love to hear this. The predator. Is fighting the Pred Terminator, fucks him up. Suddenly, like a portal opens and the Predator goes through it. He ends up in like Skynet world, fucking up endoskeletons left and right, comes to the Skynet time machine, fucks up whatever Guardian bot is there, and is like, well, this is my only way back, goes through it, and then suddenly, boom, feudal Japan. Oh. And it starts an entire like Predator Lost in Time series because what I wanted to bring up, and I didn't even think about this till you started talking about Terminator, is how do you get Predator back in time to like fight like fight samurais? How do you get them to go fight pirates? Oh. How do you get them to go fight all these like crazy warriors throughout time? Like, can you imagine Predator versus Aztecs? Predator versus like uh, some Apache tribe warriors? Like can you imagine that shit? Well, Dark Horse has imagined a lot of that. And I think yeah. that, yo, for sure. Like, definitely, definitely. I mean, pirate stuff. I mean, look at Predator 2. Predator 2 ends with him pulling a pistol out of his belt from the 1700s. Yeah. And I think it's implying that the Predators have been hunting on Earth for hundreds of years. And I've seen comics. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't want to call it that it proves it. But I've seen comics from the, the, the First World War, the Great Depression. I'm trying to think what other specific... Oh, World War One. There's a great, great book called Predator Bloody, Bloody Sands of Time. It's just a two-issue series about Predator in World War One, and it's fucking fantastic. It's one of my oh. favorite Predator stories. And it's like the Predators are there hunting both Germans and Allied troops and also getting caught up in the war. It's fucking fantastic, and it's gory as shit. It's one of my favorite books as a kid. They've been in the, in the, in the, the Cold War. I mean, there's a book called The Cold War. But that's, that takes place contemporary times, not during the actual Cold War. But yeah, I think they've been here through time. I know there's a cover of a predator fighting a samurai on top of a stereotypically feudal Japan roof. But it's um, badass. Yeah, I think I think they've just been you know hunting our species forever, and I think that's fucking cool. I love the the time travel shit though. That's that's I mean just to have him go into the future and fight, and maybe what if what dude what if him going to the future like you said was how the future human race got the Predator technology. So had the Terminators oh. not done anything, technically the tech never would have got there. I mean, again, you're dealing with time travel problems, but how fucking cool that by the, the Skynet opening that portal, the Predator then goes to the future to fight Skynet and works with the humans and give them the technology. Dude, I want this Bloody Sands of Time books. Oh, oh dude, man. Rumi, I could tell you right now, it is 
fucking awesome. And the art is great. It's Chris Warner art, who is, yeah. in my opinion, Predator royalty. I'm looking at it. So cool. I, there's only two issues. It's a, it's a two-parter. Yeah. Yep. And that's one of those books that I, oh. in my bedroom right now, I still have the same two issues that I bought in the early 90s. Yautja encounters during World War One. Bloody sands of time. Yeah. Yautja. Huh. Yep. I don't even know. If somebody knows how to pronounce that, let us know. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm all like, I'm all like hyped up right now. I'm like all amped. I'm roomy, roomy amped up. Your little like tail's had, like, going? Yeah, my little tail's going. It's like I've had six <laughs> Red Bulls. I'm like, ah, Predator. Oh my God, Predator. Oh, man. Okay. Can I throw a good one at you? Yeah, let me hear it. I'm, I'm, now I'm ready. My tail's ready. Okay. That is summer camp in the 80s. And teens are being hunted by a mysterious <laughs> stranger in the woods. <laughs> Predator versus Jason Voorhees. I can't do a predator noise. <laughs> that would be so cool. Because right here, you got a guy hunting kids, and then suddenly the predator shows up, and Jason's like, I don't care. I'm Jason Voorhees. I don't give a fuck. Doesn't even phase him. Like It's like an annoyance to him. He's like, I got to kill these fucking kids. And the predator's like, why do you want to fight kids when you could fight me? And Jason's like, I don't give a shit about you, dude. So this is almost like this unrequited love sort of thing where the predator's like, I want to fight you, dude. And Jason Voorhees is like pushing him out of the way. Like Jason Voorhees doesn't even want to fight him. He doesn't even care about this guy. He's like ignoring him and like totally egging him on. It's like this like whole relationship where Predator's like, come on, buddy, want to fight? And he's like, nope, killing kids. And he's like, come on, please. I'll let you hit it, me first. Yeah, exactly. And and Jason Voorhees just does, wants none of it. But then when they finally do fight and Jason's like, look, you're pissing me off. Like the Predator starts saving the kids. From oh, Jason Voorhees. Oh, that's fucking genius. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. And when the Predator starts saving the kids, Jason's like, oh, you fucked with my fun time? It's on, buddy. And so, like, Predator takes off all his armor. It's just him and his giant claws just ripping Jason to shreds. And Jason keeps coming back up and coming back up again. And it just would be a bloody fight out on the docks of Camp Crystal Lake. That's See, now, I thought of him, Jason. I thought of Freddy. Uh, I thought of even Pinhead and Michael Myers. I even thought of Chucky. And I was like, all of those just sound like, like if, if, if I saw that coming out on the stands, I'd be like, oh, that's a stupid cash grab. I tried really hard to crack the story behind any of them. Like, why would they be after each other? Who would, which one would be the aggressor and why? Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. But you fucking figured it out. I love the idea of him pushing past Predator numerous times and then Predator helps the kids. That's the fucking hook right there. That's the part where I would put an issue down and go, whoa, and then immediately be texting you, dude, if you haven't yet, you have to read this book. Right? And how badass would it be? And like, you know, the Predator at first is all invisible and shit, but at the end, it's just like a, a like classic Predator 1, Arnie versus the Predator, but it's Jason, it's the Predator, and they just fight. And I think at the end, I think Jason gets his head cut off. I think it's the I Predator agree. walking away with the hockey mask in his hand and the, and the fucking machete in his hand, and he flies away. But, but the end, it shows Camp Crystal Lake, and it's like, at the end, it's like, there's always more counselors. And it's like, it, it, I think it would end with the body at the bottom of the lake and like, it growing another head or something because Jason's eternal. Like he always finds a way to come back. Right. But again, we're, we're dealing with a lot of decapitation issues here, but like how I agree that a decapitation would not stop Jason permanently, but what would be the result? Would the head need to be reattached 
Like, if you put uh, it next to it, would it grow itself back together, or would a new head grow? Or here's here's my theory about Jason Voorhees, and and if I had the chance to write a new Jason Voorhees, I'm going to pitch it to you right now. I know we're on a little tangent, but I'm going to pitch it real quick. It's in modern times. Camp Crystal Lake is developed into like a McMansion sort of area, a bunch of big houses, rich kids. And the Crystal Lake starts getting angry again about the the what's been happening, and basically Jason Voorhees turns into a swamp thing like character that is basically made out of the bones and the swamp and the blood that has come into Crystal Lake. So he's basically swamp thing. He can regenerate. You know, he's a zombie. Mm-hmm. He is. It, it is what he is. I'm on board. I'd watch the shit out of that. End of Friday the Thirteenth versus Predator. Go. I got it. Ready. All right. So you're right. The they're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. Predator's mask ends up getting damaged multiple times. And when it gets damaged, it's peppered with some sort of explosive or, 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 or a points or something, and it ends up being punctured in numerous times. So there's going to be dots, holes in the Predator's mask, okay? They're fighting, they're fighting, and it's not fully whole. You can just reveal... I, I see what you're doing there, really, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's revealing part of his mandible or whatever. Finally gets knocked off, because, you know, usually the Predator in the last reel of the fight is going to have no mask on. He beats Jason takes the severed head. We see the Predator going home in his spaceship. On his trophy wall is a head with a hockey mask hanging. A skull, not a head. A skull with a hockey mask hanging off of it. Cut back, like you said, to Jason somehow regenerating a head. Doesn't have the mask. As he shambles along the forest, he looks down and finds the Predator's mask with all the holes in it. And he picks it up and puts it on. And the holes in it resemble slightly a Jason Voorhees. That's badass, dude. Wouldn't that be That's fucking badass. cool? I mean, it's a really silly, stupid thing, but I think the image no, would be fanboy gold, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's fan service at this point. At least you're getting a comic book. I got another ending for it. <laughs> as as the Predator's flying away in his spaceship, Jason, like, young, pops up from behind the seat. Oh, <laughs> that would be even fucking better. <laughs> or his mom or something with the worms in her face. <laughs> I like the idea of the Predator laying in a canoe, slowly, like, splashing the water with his finger. <laughs> He's like, wow, that was, I can't believe I won that fight. That almost didn't oh happen. God. Guys, anyone who could draw, please, Jason with a Predator hockey mask on. Predator being snuck up on by little Jason out of the water. Oh, I mean, any of these would be so fucking cool. Oh my god, oh I can do it. I can see the entire images in my head when we're saying yeah. these big splash pages. Oh my god, I yeah, and that would just be a fun fight to do, man. I mean, ugh. Predator versus man, Predator versus everybody. You cracked it, dude. You cracked it. That's the thing, though, is like, and when you read any sort of comic. Or, or, or iconic crossover, like even Freddy vs. Jason, we mentioned that before, Freddy vs. Jason was a cash grab, and they were just trying to put two giant monsters together. And they could have just done it Frankenstein vs. Wolfman style, where you just kind of say, well, they're in the same area, and they fight each other because they're monsters. That's yeah. fine, but when you make it make sense, like I actually take my hat off for the story idea, at least, for Freddy vs. Jason. I thought that was a really well-thought-out thing where Freddy's trying to get in Jason's dreams to further his own means. That's pretty smart, I thought, for us for what could have been a stupid crossover horror movie. And yeah. I feel the same thing is true when you take monsters or, 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 or superheroes in the comics. If you have a decent story, like Robocop vs. Terminator was a great story. It made sense. Predator vs. Batman, a great story. It makes sense. A lot of times it doesn't. And you're like, well, they're just fighting because it's a cool comic. And like, some of those are still fun, but they're not great books. 
what you just said would be a great book because I was like, Jason versus Predator would be great. Why? Well, how would you get there? And I couldn't crack it, but you fucking nailed it, man. That's that's awesome. Because what would make Jason Voorhees care about the Predator is like, oh, you're helping these kids now? Now you're on my shit list. Awesome. Like, fucking cool. Fucking awesome. cool. Oh, wait. Oh, and he's got to have the fucking machete behind the skull and the mask on his ship, right? He takes yeah. his machete. Yeah, got to take the machete. Ugh. That would be so awesome. I would love that, man. And like like you said, there's been so many good crossover comics, but there's been some weird ones. And I'm going to, we talked about it a little bit on our Dave Gibbons episode, but my brother has a Archie versus Predator comic. Mm-hmm. And I need to get him to tell us what that's all about because I haven't read it. I've seen the covers and you're like, what is this? How can this possibly, apparently he kills Jughead and mounts his head on a wall. Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. <laughs> I haven't read it either. I've seen, like I said, I've seen the colors. Ke- Kelly Jones did a cover. Kelly Jones did a cover. He of did. The Predator in this tree stalking the kids. It's really, it, it, some of the covers look really good. And the artwork looks Archie-esque. Like, it's certainly not taking its, the art itself yeah. is not super grim or anything. But uh, I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't even read critiques of it or whatever. It's one of those things that I kept saying, like, oh, I'll pick it up at some point. I'll pick it up at some point. And actually, Comixology had a sale recently, but I'm just so busy that I'm like, it's just going to sit in there yeah. in my, in my comics logic because I haven't gotten there yet. And there's books that I would want to read for, for sure more, but yeah, that would be a, that would be an interesting one. huh? Yeah. Watch that one. And then you brought up one I had never heard of, which was JLA versus predator. That looks terrible. It, it is terrible. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty stupid. And that's one of those ones. That's just like, if I remember correctly, it was just like the predators want to hunt justice league because they think they'd be good trophies. Yeah, that's mm. true. And I forget why, but they have superpowers. Like, they, the Green Lantern one has a, the Green Lantern's power set, essentially. Superman is Superman. I, I don't think yeah, that's Yeah, I, saw, I saw a picture of a Predator turned into a Predator jet fighting Plastic Man as a Plastic Man jet. That just made my heart cry a little bit. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like if the Predator, for some reason, thought Plastic Man would be a worthy adversary, regular Predator would just regular kill him. I don't think he'd Plastic Jet kill him. Regular people don't think Plastic Man is a worthy superhero, <laughs> let alone a head you want on your wall. That's true. I don't even have a. I don't even have a Plastic Man comic book anywhere. I mean, I have yeah. Justice League versus Predator. But <laughs> oh God, so lame, dude. I'm totally gonna have to read that shit now. <laughs> although it's definitely like a quick flip through like you're not studying anything in that book you're not rereading anything yeah i mean it's it's i want to so say they I... take martian manhunter's head but it's like a dummy head because he can shapeshift and he knew what was happening so he like and i believe when they find him it's a severed it's a head without a, it's a body without a head and his head is his chest i think I might be oh, confusing yeah this. i saw that picture and and you know what's really weird is that reminds me of like old uh, like explorer drawings when they used to just make shit up. They're like, yeah, I went down to the Amazon. Look at these weird people I saw. And they were like, <laughs> they have faces in their stomachs? Yeah, bro, totally. And they're like, you saw that? Yes, I saw that 100%. Now give did me you, money. Did you take a picture? No, we don't have cameras yet, but I drew the shit out of it. Look, this is exactly what it looked like. This is exactly what it looked like. And it's like, they don't know. They're getting money for these these big uh, expeditions. And they're like, yeah, I went down the Amazon and I, uh, I totally saw this. Give me some more money to do another one. Who knows what I'll find this time. Although that would be hilarious if those guys got attacked by predators. And then the survivor guy came back and cried wolfed it. And he was like, we saw a predator. And they were like, oh, yeah, what did it look like? He's like, cameras still aren't invented yet, but here, I'll draw for you. And they were like, wait. He had like a claws on his face, like a crab face. No, I don't believe that. His mouth looks like I a don't vagina. believe that. 
his mouth looks like a vagina. Like, no, but that's what you look like. <laughs> like, ask those people with faces in their tummies. I bet they'd tell you they didn't see that shit. Or the best is if that series ended with, like, the Predator about to try to kill the face-in-the-tummy, like, best warrior, and the Predator's, yeah. like, scratching his head like, I do not understand how to extract this trophy. <laughs> it's just a whore torso on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a torso nailed to the wall? What? Art. <laughs> That's good. What do you call a torso in a hot tub? What? Bob. <laughs> I've actually heard these before. I can't remember. I remember what do you call torso. a torso on a doorstep? That one I know. Me. <laughs> Rumi. <laughs> Matt. Martian Manhunter. If a predator sees Martian Manhunter, does he scratch his face go, hmm, we have the same taste in wardrobe. <laughs> what does the Martian Manhunter wear? Straps? Yeah, he wears like bondage straps and stuff. <laughs> Although Martian Manhunter does have a cape, and I feel like the, uh, the predator would never be caught dead in a cape. I've seen predators with capes before. Elders. Not like not like Martian Manhunter, Doctor Strange cape. They had like cool capes though, like off one side like shoulder, Boba you Fett, know? Boba Fett capes. Ooh. Which leads me to my next fight. Do it, Rumi, do it. I'm all pumped now. This is one that I've seen plenty of fan art, plenty of mashups, plenty of crossovers, but like they're just too fucking cool not to put together. And once I started yeah. thinking of shit, like this one I don't have as much ideas for it as I did for the other one. But you get the, the Predator wants to hunt Fett because he's got, you know, such a huge name in the galaxy, right? Right. Think of all the cool battles you can have. You could definitely get either a cool visual or wild lines where the Predator that's fighting Boba Fett has Wookiee pelts. And Boba Fett can either make a funny comment about it or just the fact that, like, it's solidifying that he's hunted. You can also hunt, you know, the Predator ship can have also other nods to other Star Wars creatures and characters that maybe he's encountered. I think the coolest one that I think would, that would happen, I see you, Rumi's, I can see Rumi's putting his wide eyes and putting his hands on his head. But oh, I, I just let, had the best idea. Keep going, I'm dude. see Keep if this going. Is, we have the same idea. Okay. We're, we're, they're fighting, they're fighting, and it's the final fight, and Boba Fett is about to win. It's clear that, like, the Predator is on his last legs. Boba Fett goes in for the kill. The Predator reaches down either into his trophy pouch or his trophy belt and pulls out a lightsaber from a fallen Jedi that he's, he's killed. Ignites the lightsaber and now has a fight with Boba Fett with a predator wielding a lightsaber. That's fucking cool, dude. And that'd be super fun. And I thought maybe Boba Fett could have one too, but I was like, ah, that might be too much. I like it better just without. I think Boba Fett could fight it in other ways. So that's the end of the first issue. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Nobody wins. It's a draw. You know, the, the Predator kind of gets beat, but he, he retreats in shame. And Boba Fett retreats, and he's like, I can't take that lightly. I'm the greatest bounty hunter in the universe. And he goes to the Predator planet to hunt that Predator. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and he gets to the Predator planet, and he's like, yo, guys, I know you guys are hunters, but I'm here to hunt one of your guys uh, because he came at me hard. And uh, he didn't win. And the Predators are like, mm, it's pretty unorthodox, but we're fucking down with it because you had the balls to come to our planet and come after our dude. We're down with it. I feel so like they, they would know who he was. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that makes sense. So, so, so they're like, okay, we're going to give you a pass to hunt on our planet, but only that one guy. 
And so, like, he has to follow these strict rules. You can rules. only go after Brian. Don't kill yeah. any other predators. <laughs> only Brian, yeah. <laughs> and so now this one predator is like an outcast on his own planet. Nobody wants to help him because he's an outcast. And he's being hunted by Boba Fett. That's Because, like, I assume he can just go to that planet, right? He can just go to Predator Planet. Yeah, I guess there's no reason why not. The Predators definitely have a home world that's been mentioned and drawn in numerous comics. And we can't pronounce it. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, he can fly over to God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. How badass are we? I mean, in the comics, we've been to Predator Planet, but like Boba Fett fighting a dude on Predator Planet? Oh, cool. I agree. That, that would be... And I, I, that's one of those things. I don't have as many ins and outs, but if I sat down and thought about it, I would. I think... You could pull in other characters from the from Dengar. The Star Wars I want franchise. Dengar to help him out. Yeah, I, I want so. Dengar to be there. Yeah, like maybe not hunting with him, but like as his like backup on the ship. Like, if I die, you pull my body out. I don't want my head on a wall. Like that kind of cool shit. That'd be oh. cool. Like he would be his little his little oracle. For sure. That would be. <sighs> that would be that would be super fucking cool. I'm totally on board. I, I love it, and it it, there's, it would go together so well because they're both the the cool thing about them is they're both the kind of people and characters who like. They have weapons. They have med kits. They have every. They're a walking utility belt. Predator with a jetpack. Oh shit, dude! I had that idea. I just didn't write it down. I had that idea. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Let me see if I if I. I didn't write it. Predator that was one of my pack. middle. That was one of my middle of the night ideas. Yeah, Boba Fett's uh, backpack gets damaged and gets he discards it for a second. And then Predator gets it later. That is an idea that I had. Damn, Rumi, me and you. Oh fuck, that would be cool as shit. Predator with a jetpack. Oh my god. Rock rocket yeah. pre- rocketeer predator. Rocketeer predator, man. That'd be so badass. Dude, I love these. I want all these things to exist right now. Right the fuck now. <laughs> if I had one wish. I think that would be badass, dude. I would love to see some Star Wars stuff. I I think Darth Vader would be way too quick, but you you know, everybody loves a good good lightsaber predator fight. Why not? Yeah, and I feel like you can come up with some contextual things that would 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 even it out because I feel like Darth Vader's power set is too big. I think he'd take the Predator too. Easy, oh, but he would just choke him out. Yeah. What else you got, Rumi? Uh, I had a, a couple quickies. The biggest quickie I had was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, dude. Why? Oh, I almost said it earlier when I was when we made the joke about where did they come up with this stuff, and I <laughs> forgot about. It. I'm glad you brought this back up. That would be that would be a fun one. Well, kind of similar to your Jason idea, Predator would not be after the turtles. He would be after Splinter, and I was thinking that he has a mm. like. For some reason, in my mind, the way I was trying to make it work was that a couple predators from a predator clan went to feudal Japan, or not feudal Japan, but Japan, tried to kill Splinter's master and had a fight and were, were, were killed slash banished because of that fight. Why that grudge would translate over to Splinter, I'm not sure, because that's essentially Splinter and Shredder's origin story, where the rat claws at Shredder and Shredder hates the rat because it clawed him. It yeah. was essentially the same thing. But then the Predator comes back to hunt Splinter, and in doing that, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles obviously try to stop them. But he keeps pushing them out of the way, being like, fuck, I'm not here for you, but eventually has to deal with them. Same thing, I thought you could do the same thing with Shredder. Once Shredder realizes that he's after, the Predator is after Splinter, he's like, oh, the enemy of my enemy. And Predator's like, I'm not after you, bro. And maybe Shredder does, because Shredder in the comics is very much like, um, Doom, Dr. Doomish, where he's like, I'm the Shredder, I'm the greatest. And the, yeah. it would be great to just be the Predator, just knock him on his ass and be like, I don't care if you're the Shredder, I'm not here for you. Yeah. 
I think there'd just be a lot of really good moments for fights there, uh, especially with the Turtles, especially if Casey Jones gets involved. Get to see Splinter be a badass, because I always like it when Splinter's a badass. I agree. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles vs. Predator would be awesome. Kevin Eastman, get on that, bro. <laughs> Please. I also had, back in the Marvel world for a minute, a Predator going after the Hulk, specifically the Hulk. Yeah. But here, And I couldn't think of a whole story, but how cool if halfway through he realizes that the Hulk is also Banner. Yeah, that could and be interesting. And it's a shady-ass Predator. Like, I thought this is very un-Predator, which is why I didn't think of it more than this, but what if the Predator was not a follow-the-rules Predator, and he was like, fuck, skull's a skull. I'm going to take it from Banner instead of Hulk. But that seems like it goes against the Predator code, right? What about this, though? So Predator realizes that, so he kidnaps Banner and takes him to Predator World, or like, you know, the hunting planet, and drops him off and is like, turn into Hulk. Come on, I want to fight you as the Hulk. I don't want to fight you as Banner. So the Banner has to keep super chill the whole time because the Predator won't kill him when he's Banner. But the Predator keeps trying to do stuff to piss him off to turn him into Hulk. Oh, nice. And then what if Predator baits Banner with Betsy yeah. Ross or like his, his current love interest or something like that so at the time? So he, he, the whole time it's him trying to stay calm so the Predator won't hunt him or hurt his friends. But like the Predator keeps just egging him on, egging him on, keeps doing things to piss him off. And it's just like death of a thousand cuts sort of thing. But then at the last minute, of course, you have to have the fight. You I was going to say, what if it. Banner tries to like, you know, paint his face and make bows Ooh. out of trees and shit. And then like is trying to do his best against, but then you're right. Eventually has to lose his fucking mind. Stubs his toe to. and then gets really angry. <laughs> I think I, cause I think it'd be a good fight, but at the end, I think, Hulk would just destroy a Predator. I agree. I, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, because I don't think anything the Predator has could stop the, could hurt or stop the Hulk. But it'd be badass to have him, for the most part, trying to fight him as Banner and trying to stay calm, even though, and like the utmost aggravation and anger and just like insult to injury over and over again, and then finally become the Hulk. And like the Predator just trying to cut his head off, but he's just so big he can't. It, mm -hmm. that'd be badass yeah I agree with that I think that would be pretty cool it could also be a group of predators so that like the Hulk could yeah. kill one or hurt one right away <sighs> just like you know what I mean? six predators on his back yeah. just stabbing that the would, shit out of him that could be pretty cool you know oh it'd be gnarly and like he looks like Red Hulk but he's Green Hulk but he's covered in blood oh <laughs> that would be pretty cool <laughs> well he would have to be Red he would have to be Red Hulk covered in green the beginning blood. of one of the issues is like Maybe it's before we even see it. It's like it starts and it looks like Red Hulk, and then he wipes away the blood, and you realize he's it's green. Badass. But predators, a predator's blood is green. But it's his blood. Oh, oh, that's even fucking better. Because he's been fucked the fuck up. Yeah, he's gotten, he's got like, he's got the discs stuck in his body everywhere, and spears and tridents, and the nets like wrapped around his arms so tight, and he's busting out of it. Just like covered in his own blood. That would be, and that was, see, yeah, that's what I thought. That would be great for just a slug down fight. But like, there's yeah. no, there's, it's, it's hard to get a story there. But I think what I, we I just, think, I think we just broke it, man. Him trying to be Banner on the Predator planet. You yeah, know? I agree. I think that's, that's, that's going to be the best story that you get. You can not, it's better than on Earth, and it's better than if it's the Hulk the whole time for sure. And, and, and it comes after uh, Planet Hulk. So they're all like, ooh, dude, this guy was a great one. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Bad you can tie that right in there, huh? That is, there's, there is bones there for that story, huh? Ooh. Come on, Marvel. Hit us up. We got you. <laughs> How about uh, Thanos versus the Predator? Little snappy snap. <laughs> I just watched that movie yesterday. Oh, good. Now you understand the joke. Yeah. I, I, you know, I liked it. Thanos did nothing wrong. Hashtag. <laughs>
by the end of that movie, when Thanos smiles at the sunrise, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Good on you, prune face. Yeah. I love that they even brought attention to that. They called him like scrotum chin or something like that. It's pretty funny. He also has a scroll looking chin. Scroll, scrotum? Scrody scroll? Scrotum. Scroll. What about, here's going way back. What about Three Ninjas versus Predator? Do you remember the movie Three Ninjas? How much time do they have to prep? With Rocky <laughs> and Cult and Tum Tum. <laughs> There's some 90s shit. Their fat old grandfather could teach them by having them fight uh, a Predator effigy hanging from a tree. And when you kick them in the nads, it goes. Eep. That's funny. I mean, and I mean, back to the original meme that we found, the, the Kevin McAllister versus the Predator. I think the second that Predator got glue and feathers stuffed in his face, he'd be like, beep, boop, beep, boop. (laughs) (laughs) In today's news, a suburban Chicago home was blown to pieces. That would be. (laughs) Police are searching for the wet bandits who have known to been operating in the area. I had had an idea that I didn't go into because I don't really know enough about it, but what if a a Predator archer fought, fought Green Arrow? I think that could be pretty because cool. Because bow hunting is a thing. Like, it's got its own subgenre of hunting, and well, we've never and seen a predator st- use that. But at least, I don't, not in any comics I've seen, but certainly not in the movies. But Deathstroke, isn't that Green Arrow's one of his big, big bad guys, right? Um, at least in the TV show it was. I'm not familiar enough with the, with the Green Arrow comic. I, he, they are villains, and they're definitely in the same universe and shit. I don't know if they yeah. know each other, per, like, are, are it, they're arch villains. Well, in the TV show, he's a big, it's yes. a big element. But... Here's another piece of that. Uh, Green Arrow spent all this time on this like lost style island that was uh, has a lot of like mythos tied to his origin story. Mm-hmm. He could fight a predator out in that island. But would the predator be there for him because he wasn't necessarily the great? No, there's you know, a lot of like bad yet. dudes on that island. There's a lot of mercenaries doing shit on that island. At least in the I'm going off the TV because I I've watched the TV show. I haven't read a ton of the comic books. But in the TV show, he's trapped on this island, and there's all these mercenaries who are like badass dudes there. And he could he could get tied up in some of that shit. Pretty cool. And I think the pre- in my mind the predator would be one who specifically had a predator archery, like a predator bow and arrow type of situation. Yeah, yeah we haven't seen much bow and arrow from the. That's predator. what I was that thinking. Cool. I was like, there's there's stuff there. I mean, there's that's that's a that's a, a bone for an idea there. I just didn't didn't care enough to crack it after doing the other ones. And I yeah. I have a couple other ones like wouldn't it be cools? But the only other one that I like. Got into, and then I got so into all the other superhero and Terminator and Boba Fett ones I didn't develop was, what if Predator's hunting someone, uh, we don't know who it is, we don't know why he's hunting this person, but it seems like a very unlikely Predator target. Yeah. Yesterday I wrote maybe like a guy who works in an office, but I feel like that's too much. But just, it seems like a regular Joe. And then one night, Hunter's Moon, Predator is chasing this guy or stalking this guy. And right as he goes in for the kill, or maybe as he's getting closer to stalking, the guy turns into a werewolf. And we figure out the predator was stalking the werewolf, not the guy. He was waiting for the werewolf to fight the werewolf. That's a fun one. That might just be a one shot. I don't know if you got a long, maybe you got a movie or a one shot there. You don't got a series. Yeah, you you get an issue out of that. I'd be down for that. I just think it would be cool as hell. He's stalking him, following him one night, and you establish that there's a big fat fucking moon there. And the guy turns around and he's starting to, you know, hair is starting to sprout. He's starting to yeah. get muscles and his clothes are ripping. It'd be, I mean, you could do, a, yeah, that would be badass because it's beast versus beast. I mean, I think, I think the more animalistic of a character you have, the better that crossover gets. Do you have any other, any other ones to throw out? No, I got, I, I don't have any good ones, but I would love 
to throw out a bad one for you, and let's try and crack this nut. Okay. So I want a nightmare on Elm Street versus Predator. Do Predators dream? Mm-hmm. And if so, how does Freddy Krueger get into a Predator's dreams? Ooh, in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it'd be I think it'd be funny if so the Predators like all these people are dying, and he's like, oh, there might be a badass hunt there, and he goes down, and he's like. He can't find it. He's like, well, where is the person killing these people? Then he finds it out. It's their dreams. And he r- translates one of their diaries and reads about this Freddy Krueger. And when he reads about it, that's when it gets in his head. And then inside Predator Dream World, which what would that look like? We've oh, never seen it. Like yeah. a little predator and predator dad being like, you're a piece of shit. Get stronger. You know, <laughs> kicking him in the face and stuff. It's, it's basically like the first half of 300 when all the little kids are fighting and they're all bald and getting the shit kicked out of them. But like with predators and then Freddy Krueger's like, ba-doing, like cutting off his fingers Wait, Freddy, King, Freddy Krueger gets a boner? Well, you know, he, he would like pop up. <laughs> no, he'd like pop up from behind trees like he did in the movies. <laughs> that's awesome. What a great idea. Why Why do you think that's a bad idea? Or did you just come up with that? You said a bad idea oh, and then I, you started thinking. I, I just came up with it because like you said, it was like, how do you figure out how to get Predator no, versus Freddy Krueger? No, I think you broke that one too. I think Jason might be, well, we talked more about Jason, but way so better. far, yeah. Jason might Jason be a stronger be way idea. But no, that makes total sense. I love the idea that he, Predator comes down and he sees murders and stuff and is like, who is doing this? And then... Figures it out. And I like the idea also of a predator trying to go to sleep and have a bad dream. Get Freddy. <laughs> predator sleeping. We've never seen him sleep. Gotta sleep at some point. He's gotta be pretty tired. Curls up with a little, like, predator teddy bear, like, whatever that would be. Like It would just look like a... Oh, yeah, I guess it would look like a different animal. Yeah. A, a, a weird alien bear. And then he's, like, hugging it. Tucks himself in with his little blankie. So, in any movies, have we seen Freddy be in a dream that's other than a human dream? No. That would be, wouldn't that be funny though to, if he was in a dog's dream or something like that in a movie? And like how fun. Chasing a, cars. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be a funny ass thing? Like you see a dog chasing a car. That would be a great opening, right? It's, it, you know, a dog oh, yeah. living a great dog life and doing all this fun dog shit. And Freddy Krueger jumps out, scares the shit out of the dog. And then the dog wakes up and he's in a room with the main characters who then the movie progresses from there. Wouldn't that be a good start? Yeah. New Line Cinema. Oh, yeah. I'm, we're, I mean, we're just giving this shit to everybody. Ugh. Giving it away for free, Rumi. But that would be. That if if that had happened, then we know that he can be in people like other than people's dreams. So if he can Which be other be than cool. people, how does he? I mean, does he just go in whatever? Is the dream a separate consciousness that all creatures leave into? Here's the trick about Freddy Krueger, though: is like, can he only go in people's dreams who believe in him? So if the dog doesn't believe in him, then how does he get there? You know, like in my head, there's like a dream world. That's all connected through dreams and interactions, but Freddy Krueger can only travel through the doors and the pathways of people who are aware of his existence. Oh, I see. So, like, he, he would never be in my mom's dream because she'd be like, what are, what are you, a Star Wars guy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he'd be like, may the force be with you. Cut her up. <laughs> Lightsaber fingers. <laughs> that- Terrible. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be hysterical, man. Oh, man. I think we've done a good job today, Rumi. You think we've, think we've done a good nerd work? Yeah, and this is really... We haven't done one of these before where, like, you say something and it makes me go crazy. I say something else based on that, and then we just keep jumping on each other's piggybacks like that. This is... I love... This is my favorite type of episode, my favorite type of topic to do, because this is like fucking go to Buffalo Wild Wings and just shoot the shit about what would this be like, what would this be like. This is why we started the podcast in the first place. 
Oh, we did miss Predator versus Punisher. I have the, I have Spawn, Transformers, King Kong, and it would be not King Kong from the old movie. It would be King Kong from the Peter Jackson movie, like that size Kong. Mm. Rambo, Indiana Jones, and Punisher were like, oh, those would be cool. Rambo would be a pretty good one. That's what I thought, right? Imagine First Blood Part <laughs> 2. Finally but... get Stallone in a Predator movie? Well, I was thinking, at first I was thinking First First Blood Part 2, where he's in the jungle, would be cool. Then I was like, no, First Blood 1, First Blood. Like, yeah. he is a survivor, right? He makes himself fucking clothes out of a burlap sack and all this other shit. But he doesn't fucking know if it's real or just PTSD. Oh, that would be pretty fucking cool, too. Whoa. And then you have all the collateral damage of, like, the police are hunting him, and as the police are hunting him, the, you know, the predator's getting caught in the crossfire a little bit, so he could fight the police a little bit, or, you know, whoever's chasing pred- uh, Rambo. I thought that would be yeah. a pretty cool one. I didn't play with Same with Indiana Jones. I thought Indiana Jones would be a really cool one, too. I just didn't play with it. Hellboy. Oh, Hellboy, Hellboy would predator. be pretty good, too. That'd be an interesting one, because they think it's, like, an ancient demon, and it turns out it's, like, like, then they find out all this evidence, like you said, that the Predator's been hunting people for years, and so, like, it has, like, mythological, like, references and, like, old texts where they're like, this hunter is coming to kill you, and they're like, oh, they're actually an alien from space, that's cool, and they figure it out, that'd be a good one. The Predator is pretty compatible with any cool character. I mean, you can make it work no matter who it is. There's, there's, I can't really think of any off the top of my head that would not work, but some clearly work better than others, and some would be way more exciting and and have some decent world-building opportunities, you know? Absolutely. I mean, the Predator is just such a great, versatile character. He hunts things. What do you want him to hunt? Find a cool reason for him to hunt them, and then find what the twist is, and go. It's Oh, I, I got mean, a good one. What if he's, what if he's hunting a bargain? <laughs> ooh. Predator going to the mall and being like, ooh, I can double down on coupons here. Yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's like, like, I have a ooh. Macy's credit card, it's friends and family day, and I have a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Predator slays them prices. <laughs> yeah, he would help them slash prices. <laughs> God, what stupid bunch of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Blue light special. Want some candy? <laughs> Predator and the Hunt for Red October. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> Predator in a submarine. Ooh. I don't think that's his uh, most comfortable environment. Predator versus the creature from the Black Lagoon. Easy. <laughs> Predator from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, nice. Oh, man. All right, dude. Well, I think we nailed it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if we could pat our own backs. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, but... Well, what do you say we uh, open up our wrist gauntlets and uh, set the timer here? Blow this pop stand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, guys, you can keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod. Guys, tell us who you think would win in these fights. Who do you want to see fight? Did we miss some? I'm sure we did. Tell us what these fights would be. Pitch us that comic book. I think it would be badass to hear what Predator fights you guys want to see. I know we covered a shit ton of them here, but I know there's more. We could go on all day, dude. Seriously. And I'm asking, for real, our artist, our artist fans, please oh my shoot God. us a, a, a cover, a, a panel, an idea. The, we love this. A Predator? Uh, I want to see a Predator. Uh, I, I think that's my main one, too, a Predator. If you can make yeah. a Predator, uh, we would love to put that, but if you guys send us anything, we'll, we'll obviously put it up and, and, and show everyone Hell how yeah. fucking awesome you guys are, but please, that would be so cool. 
Oh, it'd be so good. Check out our website, launchpadpod.com. Guys, we have some great stuff coming up. Got a what have you been watching next week and then some more great content for you. Guys, go watch that Predator movie. Matt and I are going to watch the Predator movie. We'll probably do a little uh, recap of it here pretty soon. But until next time, we're the Rocketeers and we're out. We got to do the let's we got to do the hand the 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 high five. We haven't done oh. that so long. I know. It's hard to do when you're not here. I know. But I feel like we should, if we're doing regular episodes now, not at the Comic-Con yeah. recaps, let's do it. We didn't do a countdown for this. Do we need to do a countdown? Yeah, no, we should yeah. do a countdown. We should do a countdown. All right, what all do right. you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Scratch all that shit. <laughs> Matt, you ready to slather yourself in mud and do the countdown? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Rumi, put your shirt back on. <laughs> okay, my bad. All right, Matt. What do we got at number five? Coming in at number five, we got Spider-Man versus Predator. I think this would be a great fight. I think we've set up some pretty cool storylines. We've opened up some good doors of secret identities versus, you know, fighting the actual mass superhero. I think that would be a pretty good one. It's it's not our strongest, but I would read that book in a heartbeat. I know that. Well, and I think you could get a lot of cool Spidey characters. You had mentioned Fantastic Four being in there. You had mentioned Venom. I said if you can bring Craven the Hunter back from the dead, he'd be a great addition to a Spider-Man Predator fight. Yeah, you could. I, I think mean, it'd be a lot of fun. Punisher, you could do. There's so many other people oh. who could, could be in that book as well. But yeah, I think that would be a strong number five. What do you got for number four? Number four, we're keeping in the Marvel universe. We got Wolverine. What a bitch and fight this would be. I think Predators would be all over it, salivating from their crab face little mouths they'd be like oh my god i want that adamantium skull on my wall so bad i think it'd be a badass fight thanks to kevin for helping me uh sort of flesh out that idea but i think wolverine is just a, a hunter in his own right he could smell the predator coming but it would just be a drag out fight and when you see wolverine all fucked up with that adamantium skeleton peeking out all over the place that'd be so badass snicked i agree with that snicked <laughs> uh, number three i got boba fett i think that, I mean, everyone would just fucking drop their drawers for that. I think everyone would love that. And anyone who loves either of those characters would think that would be such a natural, such a fun fight. Um, we didn't talk about it as in-depth as we did some of the other ones, but there's just so many cool aspects of both those characters that would clash and fight so well. It would be really cool to pull those worlds together, too, and, and show some nods back and forth and some cameos. I think that would be a fucking awesome one, so... We got our man, uh, our Mandalorian man, Boba Fett, coming in at number three. And I think another thing that's really unique about that is, in all these other things, the Predator is like an alien. He comes from a world and invades your space, whereas in the Star Wars universe, he's just another species there. Yeah, he that's could true. Be, he could be hanging out at the freaking uh, Mos Eisley Cantina and be like, oh, don't mess with him. He's a hunter, you know. He's not a bounty hunter. He, like hunts you for prey. He is a sport hunter of the greatest kind. Like, could you imagine if, like, somebody came to hire him and be like, I need you to hunt, like, a great beast? He'd be like, I'm down for that. Like, he's the guy who will help you catch a rancor if you want that shit. He's Muldoon from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Right? Like, that's who he is. That's pretty cool. That would be pretty yeah, cool. I, and I just love that what we came up with, like, they have a big fight, and then Boba Fett goes to the Predator planet to be like, I want my revenge, my turn to hunt, bitch. I'd be like, that's badass. So, that's at number three. At number two, 
I thought it was silly at first, but the more we thought about it, I think it like came together on the air. You guys heard it happen. <laughs> Jason Voorhees versus the Predator. What a silly like versus thing you could come up with. But at the end of the day, I think it would be a badass fight and could really come together. And <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'd read that. I would read the shit out of that. Come on. I agree. And I, I agree. That was one of the ones that I thought of and was like, I don't know how this will work. I don't know if I could do it. And you came up with the greatest story. And I think it's that roomy magic of like, you say something. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then this. And then you're like, oh, yeah. And then this. And it just quickly snowballed into this, what I would think is an awesome comic. I think that would work really, really well. And I think I would love that exact idea. I think that would be so cool. <laughs> came up with that idea. I love the idea of the Jason mask-esque in the, you know, the Predator mask. I love yeah. that the Predator wins, but Jason's still alive at the end. I love the idea of Predator helping the people just to get Jason baited. I think that's yeah. fucking awesome. How great is that? Oh, man. And then at the end, he's like, want some teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a cool one. And that there's so many cool images in my mind. I can just see them. I mean, most of these I thought about as a comic book, but that one I can definitely see. Um, the only thing I can see on this list more than that is our number one spot. Yep. Terminator vs. Predator. Oh, my gosh. And when you... Oh, man. When I saw where you were going with this, I lost my shit. When I we're saw you right see now. it, I, wa yeah. I was like, oh, he knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, man. I lost it. Matt came up with the idea of a Predator, a Predator Terminator robot coming back to stop the Predator. And and like, I, I think it's perfect. I'm sure it's been done. It's been done, right? They've made I've this comic book. No. So here's... As far as I know... Dark Horse once did a Predator versus Terminator versus Aliens. I don't remember if that's what it was called, but it was all three of them together. And I was in middle. I was in high school. I walked through the comic book store with the biggest fucking boner, bought it, went home, opened it, knocking comics off the shelf, everything like, over. They were like, "Just get that thing out of here, sir." And I went home, opened the comic, and my boner just hit the floor, just deflated. It was so. <laughs> the art is by. Two artists named Mel Ruby and Chris Ivy. Uh, it's great. I love the way that they interpret the Predator. If you haven't seen a Predator by Ruby and Ivy, you gotta check it out. They really, they are beautiful. And I really don't like that many different interpretations of Predator, but theirs is great. But the story was that some scientists engineered aliens into terminators to make alien terminator killing machines and it's terrible so when you're reading this book i wanted to see what the first issue cover shows which is a predator fighting a t-800 endoskeleton and a traditional alien like from the movie it's not that they're these big muscle-bound guys they look like the russian from punisher who have regenerative alien DNA inside of them. So they don't look like a Terminator. They don't look like an alien. And I think they can heal themselves by touching metal. It's real stupid. All the Predator stuff looks great. And all the Predator action looks good, but they get spanked. And I would have put them as the victor because I think they might be my favorite character just by a little bit. There's also Ripley as a alien clone weird thing is involved. And I believe... Wynonna Ryder's character from Alien Resurrection, but it might just be some other weird little short-haired woman android person. It's a terrible story, in my opinion. The art is it, really good. Mel Ruby and Chris Ivey fucking nail it. 
if if you look it up online, there's pictures that are badass of like the predator holding up the skull and the spinal cord of a T eight hundred, and that's fucking cool. Send me that. I want to see if it's from the from the show. No, it's just a it's just a a picture. It's just like a fan art. Cool. Yeah, just fan oh. art. Well, that's our number one, guys. There is your predator versus everybody pop culture countdown. Rumi, you ready to blast this thing off? Let's do it, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> guys keep up with us on facebook instagram and twitter at launchpad pod we already did all this shit we're the rocketeers and we're out you're one ugly motherfucker ignition sequence start six five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff we have a liftoff